Strahan and Ed Daniels, Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. What's going on, y'all? Good to be with you, as always, on a Tuesday night edition of this fine program. You heard the numbers. Your thoughts welcome. We focus mostly on football, but we certainly acknowledge that uh, pr- probably a pretty good time if you're a New Orleans pro sports fan, right, that the uh, NBA is going to start up and potentially give you a fun distraction, potentially, no guarantees. We shall see. Distraction from what, you may ask? Well, I think you probably know. Talking about the New Orleans Saints and, uh, well, 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 you know, you've probably heard about the uh, Chris Olave incident driving in Kenner last night, arrested for going way over the speed limit. Ah, just another log on the fire, right? Distractions from quality of play which in and of itself on the offensive side of the ball is drawing more and more scrutiny for a 3-4 and four team. You can see that the continuity just isn't there. The leadership isn't there amongst the players. And that totally dismisses for the moment, just saying that, the questions about the leadership as far as the coaching goes. Head coach, Dennis Allen, he wanted Derek Carr. He thought that was the answer. And after nine years in Oakland slash Las Vegas with the Raiders, the big question was, well, they didn't win much. Was it them or was it him? And what did we say as analysis leading up to that, if you listen to this particular program, we said usually the truth lies somewhere in the middle. In this case, it probably lies square in the middle. I think any chance, and this is the depressing part considering the size of Carr's contract and the fact that it seems like the Saints are pretty much stuck with him for another couple of years, any chance that Carr had to develop into the right kind of starting pro quarterback that time's probably passed. Now, the you can teach an old dog new tricks club 
is going to shout, hey, this is fixable if the Saints had better leadership on the coaching staff to point Carr in the right direction and work on his bad habits. Yeah, 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 this could be fixed. But I don't believe that. I believe that it could be masked over. If everything were just right, Derek Carr could play extremely well. But since everything is far from just right, many things are not right at all, including the overall scheme, the mindset and execution of the players, and the mindset and execution of Derek Carr. They're all wrong. This team will look like it can win games, but not actually win enough of them. I just don't see that that's going to change. And it's unfortunate. Sure, Andy Dalton was limited last year. This stage of his career. But he's a professional quarterback who did experience a decent amount of success. Who did do things the right way. Now, was he ever going to be a total plus in games on a regular basis? Get you over the hump, win you the close ones? make the big plays. On average, no. But he wasn't broken. He wasn't broken mentally. And it feels like Carr is a mixture of a little bit too much arrogance and just that broken mentally. The quick moves to have outward showings of frustration, anger at teammates during games, it just looks like classic deflection. It looks like he's more concerned with how Derek Carr is looking than whether the team is successful. That's just psychological evaluation, looking at it. It's hard to argue that that's not the case. I don't know how much Carr understands even when he must look at film and see things like, and it's a great YouTube channel, former Saints draft pick, a former Saints backup, J.T. O'Sullivan made a nice career as a quarterback instructor and doing videos online analyzing quarterbacks. His channel's called the QB School. It's been making the rounds, social media, and message boards. O'Sullivan just ripping apart everything you thought you saw in greater detail from Thursday night's game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. In that, there are things about the scheme and the play calling that we don't like, that O'Sullivan, as a former journeyman pro quarterback, doesn't like, doesn't think it's modern, thinks it's low percentage, cough, cough, fade routes in the end zone, just for example sees the body language and execution of players like Olave, like Alvin Kamara, and of course, as a quarterback, and his primary function with his videos on the internet, O'Sullivan pointing out the things that Derek Carr is doing wrong. Called him a ballerina in the pocket. You see him bouncing, light on his feet. Now, You can argue you want a quarterback in the pocket who's light on his feet, who isn't a statue back there, who's willing to move. Yeah, you want somebody like, oh, I don't know, Drew Brees was in that way. Willing to move as in keep his eyes downfield, find space wherever it may be in the pocket while keeping 
his eyes downfield and then making the right decisions, not bouncing around afraid for his life. I mean, that that's basically the, the Derek Hart you got. A guy who often played behind substandard offensive lines, thought he was getting a lifeline in New Orleans, a winning organization for quite a while overall, a lot of high draft picks on the offensive line, and Carr thought, oh, this is where I prove I'm a good NFL quarterback. And then he gets here and finds out it's a lot like the Raiders as far as the offensive line goes, not being protected. And when that happens, it's PTSD. You're reverting back to old habits. The old habits being, I'm afraid of getting pummeled here to the point where it's affecting my ability to best do the job. Quick checkdowns. Like from the moment Alvin Kamara came back against the Buccaneers week four, the follow-up to Carr being knocked out of the game in week three at Green Bay. Everybody was surprised with the AC joint injury that Carr came back. 11 passes to Kamara for 33 yards. Remember that one? That's a guy who's been physically hurt again in Carr, reverting back to survival instinct versus doing the job. And if you watch that video from O'Sullivan breaking down Saints-Jaguars, Saints offense versus Jaguars, you see those bad habits. Bouncing around, not comfortable in the pocket. Going quickly to check downs, missing the routes that you need not to miss. And you see teammates around him letting him down. And there wasn't a lot of critiquing of beating up the offensive line. A lot of videos showing you that, hey, the Saints scored 24 points. They racked up a ton of yards throwing the football. Should have had more points, more yards, if Carr and that offense would have executed properly. Patchwork offensive line, Andrew Speed having to move out the left tackle. Some guy, <laughs> some Saints fans were joking, having to play right tackle. And yet, even though the Saints couldn't run the ball very well, the Jaguars are pretty good against the run anyway. Saints could have won that game if the offense passing the football would have simply executed as it should have. Period. And it's hard to imagine when you have so many players now frustrated, disgruntled, not trusting the offensive coordinator. You know this. The finger pointing is happening. And even if the fingers are put away not to do it actively, it's still happening whispers in the back of minds and there's nobody taking that leadership role that let's cut this crap out and come together and all admit we've all got to get better and let's do it and you didn't hear any of that from Carr's comments since the Jaguar game to make you think that he's ready to get it and be that leader and we can beat the dead horse that is offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael all we want, but I don't think take charge leader is in that DNA. And I just wonder how much, and it goes back to whether Dennis Allen is a head coach, that take charge leader is enough in his DNA. See, so it's a systemic deal where the most important pieces of the puzzle, 
literally we, we, we can point out head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterback, best running back, most talented wide receiver. It's not good when your offensive line is average. Not good. And can the Saints, with this schedule, put together a winning streak? Sure. Will they? Probably not. I can tell you this, if Atlanta had a merely average quarterback, they'd run away with this division. They're by far the best team in this division. Not the Bucks who came in and whipped the Saints, who lost at home on a last-second field goal last week to Atlanta. Trust me, Tampa should have lost by much more than that. But Desmond Ritter gives away the football, gives away points, gave away a game the week before against Washington, who isn't any good. That's the only thing keeping Atlanta from running away with this division. I know the Saints beat the Falcons last year twice. That would be quite the feat this time around. If, 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 right? If you had a quarterback, Saints would argue that too. But if you found the same better-than-average good leader quarterback and cloned him and gave him both to Atlanta and the Saints right now, Falcons would still win the division with ease. That's where the Saints are. It's a tough scene. I don't know how to get anybody excited about the future. Because it's hard to see so much changing in the dysfunction on the offensive side of the ball at this point in the season. I'm not saying it's impossible, but who would predict that it will? Offensive line probably is just going to be battling to be adequate week to week. And there's not going to be this massive change in personality and leadership. Unless the defense really and it has to do a lot better than it did against Jacksonville, really carries this team. So the offense only has to do so much. As in, not even have to score 20 to win games would be nice. And that's asking an awful lot, even in this lower-scoring NFL environment this year. Anything could happen. You can win coin flip games, enough of them. It can happen. Look at the Minnesota Vikings of last year. They won every one-score game. They won every coin flip. Now they're a three-and-four football team. Yes, they beat the 49ers, who, even though Minnesota played well for the average at best team that they are, and I've heard analysts who, I don't know how you can watch the game last night, and say just because Minnesota played well for Minnesota, what they are in 2023, that, you know, San Francisco, best running back in the league, fumbles on the first drive when they're going in for a score. Kicker misses a chip shot field goal. And then late when Frisco had two chances to still win the game, their quarterback throws two terrible interceptions to kill the final two drives. Didn't even mention the terrible, talk about bad coaching, the blitz by the 49ers late in the first half they're at minimal risk to even give up a long field goal attempt. They blitz six, get caught in man-to-man, and you might have seen Jordan Addison rip the ball away 
from a 49er defensive back. Could have been an interception, wound up a touchdown that should have never happened. All that for Minnesota win by five at home in prime time. Why? Because San Francisco is still better than Minnesota. And yet, the Minnesota I saw last night is better than New Orleans. They're sitting there at three and four. They're better. It's painful. 504-260-1061, the number. Got Bobby and Slidell on the line. Hey, Bobby, what's up? Hey, man, how are you? Doing good, doing good. You know, uh, I just, as far as the Saints, I saw this comment, and, I, and I've said that before. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave up my season tickets this year. I just, I, I couldn't <clears throat> stay in the B in the Dome. And Derek Carr, nothing that Derek Carr has done has surprised me. Nothing whatsoever. He had 10 years to at least. And you could say the Raiders were, you know, were dumpster fire. But um, so were the Saints in 2006. And what happened? So this this does not surprise me. As far as Dennis Allen giving the team off for the weekend, to me, that's inexcusable. Inexcusable. You know, that's he, but that's the kind of coach he is. He's a player's coach. I'll ask you this: If Sean Payton was still here, or any kind of coach, or even Andy, a guy like Andy Reid, do you think they would have gotten a weekend off? He's uh, he's just you know, I. Bobby, I'll I'll ask you the question that before any of that happens, do you think that the kind of nonsense that's going on the field with the body language of Kamara Olave? and Derek Carr would have been allowed to continue without being called out on the field by Sean Payton? Wouldn't he have been shouting all of them down, saying, what is this nonsense? That's the leadership that starts at the top that gives you no faith because it's not there that's going to fix these type of problems that exist. For a a guy who was supposed to be a fresh-start quarterback and it's fallen apart from that perspective so quickly— that that's that's not just bad. It's embarrassing for the Saints organization. Well, and I hate to I hate to reflect back on the good years, but I'm sure whatever guys that ran routes the wrong routes all the time for Drew Brees. But did you ever hear him call out a receiver at least publicly? Of course not. No, because he was a leader and he led by example, and he may pull a guy on the side after practice or after a game and say, look, man, you, you know, you ran, you know, you run up skinny post when you should have ran this or ran out, whatever the kicks may be. Um, but he never did it publicly. Derek Carr is not a leader. And well, I mean, we know Dennis Allen's not a leader. And as far as Pete Carmichael, you know, a lot of, a lot of the blame being, being put on him, but at the end of the day, this is Dennis Allen's team. Yes. This is, this is the team he wanted. He wanted Derek Carr. And, you know, I'm just sitting back and looking at it now. I don't know what the, the ticket prices are on StubHub, but they they got to be low. I haven't looked because I'm not going. But they have to be, and you know, they just, I don't know. And now you're stuck, you, you're stuck with at least Derek Carr. You're stuck with him. What are you yep. going to do? You can't get rid of him? His salary's can't, too can't really do a thing till. Even start thinking about it till 2025, unless some other team was crazy enough to take him off your hands, and there's a zero percent chance at that contract that that's going to happen. Look, Bobby, it it is a major problem that it makes you wonder if you're if you're skeptical of the Saints organization 
that you, you feel like they're just happy putting out a competitive product and think that that's going to be okay. I, I think they're going to find if this season winds up and we're looking at the Saints in the end and they're 7-10 and 10 again, which you can easily see at this point, especially with Absolutely. this schedule, how bad that would be. What you said is 100% true, and there are going to be thousands of fans thinking the same way. I'm not paying to go see this. I don't I'm not entertained. It's an entertainment product. And if you feel like you're going to be frustrated and embarrassed and roll your eyes at the team you're supposed to be passionately rooting for. Guess what? You're going to wipe your hands of it and find something else to do. Another way to spend your entertainment dollar or just enjoy time at home with your family. I hope they realize that and are ready to make real moves, because right now I don't think they're going to get rid of Dennis Allen. If he goes seven and ten again, I think they'll give him another year. And if they do that. They're going to feel it in their pocketbook. Yeah, I know it is crazy because you're right. He chose to keep Pete Carmichael again and to think, okay, we'll, we'll keep Dennis for 2024, but he just has to get a new offensive coordinator, and that'll fix everything. Because that, that's what I think they're going to wind up doing. And I don't know how, how they think the fans are going to buy that. Well, and also I think, I think Derek Carr, I think he's lost, lost his receivers and, and Kamara. I mean, I just – you don't – you don't do that. You don't yell at teammates in public and embarrass them the way he has. No question. You know, and I, I, and I hate to go back to Drew Brees, but I'm going to because he, he was great. He was, but he was a leader. He knew how to lead. You lead by example, and you don't chew your receivers out on, on national TV. It's not, just not, it's not something you do. Bobby, I appreciate the call. And, and one point before we close out this opening segment to, to follow up on that, anybody that's followed the Saints all these years and know about the leadership structure, yes, Sean Payton knew how to push the right buttons a lot of the time as the head coach. No doubt about it. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that long-term in Denver or not. I don't know if he's the same Sean Payton at this stage of his life, but certainly he was a plus as a head coach in New Orleans without question. Drew Brees? He was carrying a heavy load in the leadership department. He understood the job. The job isn't to go out there, sling the football, and absorb all the glory when you throw great passes and touchdowns and win games. He understood that it was a day-to-day leadership role. If the head coach is the president, you're the five-star general. Derek Carr... I guess from the moment we saw him in practices rolling up his sleeves to show off his arms, his guns, I started to go, that's a little odd. And maybe it's just his thing. We'll let that go. But it's stuck in my mind. That kind of thing makes you go, hmm, is he a me guy as opposed to a we guy? Certainly looking like it right now. And a lot would have to change at this point to change that opinion. 504-260-1061 is the number. I am Jude Young. This is All Access, as usual, on a Tuesday night. Again, 504-260-1061. We'd love to hear from you. More coming after this on All Access. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at nashfm1061.com.
Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire, or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-630-9723 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. Call 800-466-0425 now. 800-466-0425. That's 800-466-0425. What do you have to lose? Call 800-466-0425. Again, 800-466-0425. Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. My daughter is normally a little goofball. <laughs> but after a bad night's sleep, she's too tired to be anything. That's why I trust Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated just for kids. Their non-habit-forming, drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally, giving her the rest to be her best. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> best dinosaur. Pure Z's Kids. For ages four and up when needed. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. My daughter is normally a little goofball. But after a bad night's sleep, she's too tired to be anything. That's why I trust Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated just for kids. Their non-habit-forming, drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally, giving her the rest to be her best. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> best dinosaur. Pure Z's Kids. For ages four and up when needed. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by visitmississippi.org music. Mississippi is the birthplace of America's music. The cradle of the blues, where rock and roll first held its king. Plan your music journey today at visitmississippi.org/music. Mississippi, 
Wanderers welcome. I-310 northbound, still very slow. Right lane is blocked as they're doing road construction after LA-18. Uh, northbound I-310 from US-90 to I-10 is 56 minutes. Northbound I-55 open from the I-10 to Rudock. Northbound traffic exits at Rudock. Southbound exits at Frontage Road in, in Ponchatoula and can re-enter at Rudock. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. On Saturday night, we have Dallas football. Pretty good ball game against St. Augustine. That's Saturday night at 7 o'clock with Pre-game at 6.45, Ken Trahan with the call. And Jonah Keller again providing the analysis for Cavalier games. We'll also have the Week 10 game a week from Thursday. Dallas Al in district against Booker T. Washington. I'll have the call of that one with Jonah. As we are close to the end of the regular season. And then we get into the eight brackets for the playoffs. And we'll have great coverage of that starting with... Obviously, this week, De La Salle night, week nine of the prep football season. We'll be at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. Countdown show at 6 o'clock. Les East and I host that. Graham Jarrett, the head coach of De La Salle, with us. And then at 7, Roe Brown and, of course, Ken Trahan for the original. And we will have it covered for you in Louisiana from top to bottom, as always, on 106.1 FM. So the Pelicans start their NBA regular season tomorrow. The NBA starting its regular season tonight. Both teams, the Pels and the Memphis Grizzlies, are banged up. They'll meet up in Memphis. Heard from the Pels today about Jose Alvarado. The shifty guard, right ankle sprain, will be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. Right knee contusion for Najee Marshall. He's out. Trey Murphy, of course, with the meniscus repair, is out. So you got three very key figures in what would be your main rotation unavailable. But the good news for the Pelicans is John Morant is suspended for the first 25 games of the season. That doesn't mean Memphis will be an easy touch in any case. But they're facing some big man issues. Steven Adams, former Pell, out for the season. Another backup big man, Brandon Clark, Achilles, long-term out. So maybe the Pelicans can do some work in the paint in that one. But the starting five, the core, available for New Orleans right now. Isn't that great to be able to turn on the game and see C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williamson all together ready to play? What a relief. How long will it last? That's the question. I feel like it's deja vu all over again trying to predict what's going to happen for New Orleans. But I think it's as simple as this. If McCollum, Ingram, and of course Williamson somehow, some way can play at least 60 games in the regular season apiece out of 82, Pelicans are going to be a playoff team that doesn't have to be in the play-in. Are they a perfect roster from a spacing perspective still? Doesn't look like it. 
I mean, that's probably going to be magnified without Murphy here early in the season. But you've got guys who can take over any given game, particularly Williamson. It should look good. Now with the changes, James Brago coming into the coaching staff and changing the offense, will there be growing pains with that? Looked like it to some extent in the preseason, not that you can actually take very much from those games. But the quicker they gel and find what works, the quicker they're going to start winning enough games in the regular season to get you thinking about what they can be or between now and the NBA trade deadline what they need to do to get better to be able to beat the best. That's a conversation you'd like to be having. What do the Pelicans need to add? What pieces do they need to move to go from good to contending? Can't answer those questions without health. And if they don't see the health of the Stars this year with key role players dropping left and right already, you have to make more dramatic moves without the data that you want. McCollum, Ingram, and Williamson only playing 10 games together the last year doesn't give you the data you need to know what you need to do moving forward. Let's just hope for data. Because <laughs> if you're getting data, I think you're getting wins, enough wins to start not only just hoping and dreaming big, but actually thinking, okay, what do we need to do to beat the Nuggets? What do we need to do to beat these good teams out west? Phoenix, a healthy, unsuspended Memphis, et cetera, et cetera. You want to get into that conversation. You can't get there from here. Here being a lack of actionable information. For David Griffin and company. Yeah, there'll be times where the lack of shooting will hurt. But this team can still be ultra-efficient offensively. And if C.J. McCollum is not having to be on the ball and moving around and just feasting on open jumpers and stays healthy, which he wasn't at the end of last year, and when you've got a hand injury, thumb injury, it's going to affect your shot. If that doesn't happen, he's still plenty good enough they hit a lot of open threes. And maybe there's more there. Again, we need the data before we know if there is or isn't what they need to be as good as they need to be on the offensive end. And then you worry about, oh, well, what do we need to do defensively? If you've got a basis of, you know, we can outscore people. It's easier to tweak what you need to do system-wise, role-wise, defensively. Once you establish, here's who we are, we're a flamethrower offensively. How do we come up with just a few more stops? It's sort of like what we were looking at, thinking how the entire LSU season was going to go. It may still go, considering injuries football-wise. Of course, we're talking about Brian Kelly's Tigers. Just being a flamethrower on offense, and can they get a stop or two more? They can still win a lot of games. Of course, it's much more complicated going to Tuscaloosa to face Alabama 
bye week this week. We'll talk more about that game next week. But basketball's even more of that kind of big picture. What kind of team are you? In the NBA, you better be able to control the game offensively. A sport is made to control it offensively and then find a way to construct your lineups, moments in games, especially late, to get enough stops to win the close ones. Once we get enough data, we'll see exactly what the Pelicans need to do to make that happen. But I said it last year, and I'll say it again. Your stars stay healthy. There's no reason why this team can't win 50-plus games and put itself in a competitive West to have a chance to to contend in the postseason. And even then... We just don't know how those matchups are going to go because the Pelicans haven't been healthy as the team they're supposed to be to get a feel for what's going to happen then. You're just hoping for the chance to see a healthy Pelicans team with their core intact playing in those type of games. And talk about deja vu again. With the Saints being average at best and not providing the bang for the buck entertainment-wise. This is another chance for the Pelicans, in the same ownership family, of course, to further establish itself as a darling. And the hunger for the local fans to want to see New Orleans succeed in major professional sports, well, it'll be ravenous if the Pelicans can repeat what they did from this time last year to the first of the year when they were fighting at the top of the Western Conference and winning a lot of games. They can grab the public's attention very quickly with the roster that they have, even having to shift around a little bit with the depth. Because it's a star-driven league. And the Pelican stars, even though we're not sure world championship-wise whether those stars fit together just right, if they can make it happen together. We know that in the regular season and getting into position to compete for titles that, yeah, they're plenty good enough to do that. They're just available. Fingers crossed. 504-260-1061, the number. Hopes for the Saints, question mark. And, of course, hopes for the Pelicans, question mark. And yes, the tone was different for those two for very obvious reasons. But they're both very much we shall seize either way. When we return on All Access, we'll look at the... Is Tulane not getting it? The football greenway? Are they not sensing their position in the college football world right now when it comes to game day? What do I mean by I don't know. They've won a bunch of games in a row. They're supposed to. What am I getting at? Maybe you know, maybe you don't. Got to stick around to find out. First this break, though, on All Access. 
Simply Safe, our 24-7 lifeguard protection helps stop crime in real time. Because during a break-in, every second counts. And these days, every dollar counts. Right now, get 45% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash radio. It's U.S. News and World Report's best home security of 2023. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools. One bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. At Dudley DeBosier, we car it like we see it. And here's the truth. Louisiana drivers are getting a raw deal. Right now, insurance companies are charging more in premiums and then paying less to crash victims. All that means, money out of your pocket. So much for all that good hands, good neighbor stuff. After a car wreck, tell them Dudley DeBosier's on your side. That'll get their attention. Demand Dudley DeBosier, 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA, 23-15655. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by personal injury attorney Jim Hall. Hall.com. If you've been seriously injured in a car wreck, on the water, or with an 18-wheeler, you need a tough truck and lawyer. 504-832-3000 or callhall.com. Responsible attorney Jim Hall, office in Metairie, Louisiana, paid announcer, LA-23-14578. Big slowing eastbound I-10 at LA-49 Williams Boulevard. Two right lanes are blocked. Traffic is crawling from Loyola, so about a two-mile stretch of backup. Again, the two right lanes are blocked on I-10 East Williams Boulevard due to this crash. Uh, eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown, taking 51 minutes. It's a 37-minute delay right now. Northbound I-310 from US-90 to I-10 construction uh, after LA-18 has a 50-minute ride. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. So, things are good in Green Wave land. They're 6-1. Five straight wins. And yet, once they've gotten into conference play, Nothing decisive. Two at home against inferior teams. 12-point win against UAB. Lost a 21-point lead against North Texas last week. But then, dug deep 
game-winning touchdown drive. Michael Pratt runs it in, and then they're able to hold North Texas at the end. And a gut-check win at Memphis. Remember, they were down 21-10 in the third quarter. Came back to dominate that game. All three of those games have something obviously in common. Tulane has not only been good in portions of those games, but they've been dominant in portions of those games. That's good. That's encouraging. That's exciting. But why can't they put together a complete game? Haven't really seen one or anything close to it. And maybe even calling the South Alabama game, even though they were impressive, and you can see their talent level. Their talent level dominance over South Alabama. But in the end in that game, it was almost too easy. And Tulane had to pull away and put it away to a certain extent in the second half to win by 20. Yeah, South Alabama, pretty good football team. So I'm not saying that's bad. But we're not seeing the dominance because Tulane's not putting together complete games. An interception by Pratt, a fumble at the goal line by Pratt, and that dominance adds up to even more points. Now, the bright side is Wave scored 31 to 36 points in these last four football games. They're capable of more than that. It's college football, modern college football. The dominant teams, they can score a ton of points. And I'm not saying the Green Wave didn't do the right thing against North Texas. They have an abysmal run defense. Tulane ran the ball 48 times and only threw 21 passes. And yet they're not doing enough damage with those passes when you're dominating in the run. And the, well, Michael Pratt got hurt thing, he's not running around looking like the Michael Pratt we've seen in years past when healthy because he's hurt. Because he's not. You've got to hope that there's another gear there. And I say that knowing full well that at Rice on Saturday, at East Carolina and their abysmal offense, at home against Tulsa, they're going to win those games without their A game more than likely if they don't horribly lose the turnover battle. And you have one of those freaky games because you're not putting away teams. Rice is the toughest of these next three. They're not a bad football team. They can certainly hang around on a day where you give them the opportunity to do so. JT Daniels, 800-year college starter there, gives their offensive fighting chance. Now, it should be a good matchup because I think Tulane's going to have, like most defenses, more problem with mobile guys, like Chandler Rogers from North Texas last week, for example. I'm asking this because can Tulane start ramping it up a little bit more? We're at the, getting to the end of October, getting into November. This team has a chance to do something awfully special on the back of what they did last year. But they don't want to leave themselves vulnerable for the very end a UTSA team that's getting healthy and capable of coming in here and beating them, and then, of course, the conference championship game, which may very well be SMU, who's pretty good at this point. 
you want to see Tulane ramp this up and leave little doubt that when the dust clears, they're a 12-1 and football team going back to a major bowl game. Don't want to waste this opportunity because I'm sure Green Wave fans know this. They're paying attention to this. They're worried about this. They just lost their athletic director. And yes, it they dodged the bullet last year and not losing Willie Fritz. But everybody's looking at what Willie Fritz is doing. You've got to take advantage of your chances if you're Tulane in the here and now and maximize them so that you can build something long-term, even if the worst thing happens and the worst thing would be Fritz leaving. I'm not saying I've heard anything. But read the tea leaves. There are, every year, programs in dysfunction and leagues that are more prominent and pay more than Tulane. And if they're aggressive and they come to get a guy, it's hard to say no at the right opportunity. And Tulane needs to be new head coach proof in that they are coming off two strong seasons and ultra attractive if they need to hire a new guy. And sure, they got to get it right. And who's making that decision? It's, it's a major question. But it's been a long, hard road of almost entirely mediocrity and irrelevance. I know everybody's riding the wave. Yes, I just said it. They're riding the crest of this wave with Tulane football right now. And as they should, they're enjoying it. Let's be real. That could all go away in a hurry, just as quickly as it came. We don't know where Tulane's going to be playing. Are they going to be in the ACC soon? Is that league going to lose its best and have openings? Another little step up for Tulane? Not a, a big step up. You say ACC, that's a big step. Uh, not if all the football powers are gone, because that's why that door would likely open. Because not one is going to leave by itself. It's going to be all the brands but it still will be harder to win there than where Tulane is currently and will be more expensive. There'll be more coming in financially, but more expensive and less margin for error. All of that, it's still a very delicate time for Tulane football, for Tulane athletics. And you need to bank these seasons, these moments, take full advantage of them, and continue to build on top of that. You want to be so attractive after two years that people are lining up to play for you. And 12 and 2, then 12 and 1 with another major bowl game back to back, that, that's very attractive in a great area to recruit, great university, really opened the door. So I ask that going back to this Tulane team, I want to see that passing game ramp it up and become more dangerous. I want to see a Tulane offense against their competition right now that's capable of it. I want to see them lay 45-50 on some people here. I want, to, I want to see that engine cranked up and the pedal to the metal and 
see just how good this team can be. And I want to see them do that against the teams that aren't on their level so that they're fully confident. Talk about banking long-term for the program, banking short-term for the team on the field right now. That belief that we're going to come up with the big plays. Michael Pratt throwing the football with our receivers. We're going to make these plays so that they take full advantage of their opportunity and let's say they do get to that major bowl game again. That they're good enough if they get an opponent that's explosive offensively from a big league with a lot of speed and pro talent. They can win that one too. It's nice that this is the conversation piece. These are the problems. Quote unquote problems. To be addressed for Tulane right now. Life is good. 3-0 in the conference. Ranked again. A lot of reason to think the wins are going to keep coming. But that's where the process matters even more than the results. When you're on that level, they definitely do. 504-260-1061 is the number. One more segment to go, and we like to check the goodies. Latest news, great analysis and features on CrescentCitySports.com, and we will do just that when we return to wrap things up on All Access after this. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-410-6744. 800-410-6744. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at ConnectToYourHeart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire, or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-630-9723 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. Call 800-466-0425 now. 800-466-0425. That's 800-466-0425. 
800-466-0425. What do you have to lose? Call 800-466-0425. Again, 800-466-0425. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-630-9723 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. Call 800-466-0425 now. 800-466-0425. That's 800-466-0425. What do you have to lose? Call 800-466-0425. Again, 800-466-0425. Hi, this is Troy and Tracy Duhon with Giving Hope, and we're celebrating our 10th anniversary of the Giving Hope Gala. Join us at the Hyatt on Saturday, November 4th, as we celebrate a decade of hope. It is a privilege to serve the people of this great city. We'll have Demario Davis, Mike Haas, Tommy Tucker, Sola Kim, LBJ, and Glenn Boyd. So don't miss the Giving Hope Gala. Go to givinghopenola.org to register. And remember, love changes everything. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young, on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Good stuff, as always, on Crescent City Sports, including the information on a big commitment for LSU out of John F. Kennedy. Bernard Causey, who was at one point an Ole Miss commitment, now an LSU commit at a very important position, perhaps the most important for the Tigers, and that is cornerback, becoming the first player previously to get SEC offers from JFK. Now, Causey, 6'1", 160, expected to fill out, part of the class of 2024 commitment-wise. Meanwhile, good videos from another great monthly edition of the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, including important information from Allstate Sugar Bowl CEO Jeff Hundley talking about the competitive nature of keeping the Sugar Bowl as an elite event and New Orleans as an elite college football game host in this new coming 12-team playoff environment. Big fundraising going on for the Sugar Bowl as well because it takes dollars to compete with all these new cities non-traditional college football game host cities that want a piece of the action. So check out that video and the others from earlier today from the cannery on CrescentCitySports.com. Really good stuff as always. Rene Nato had that recruiting information we just mentioned. He also has information on a very good player from Isidore Newman having an outstanding season there undefeated. Nelson Stewart spoke at the quarterback club video of him breaking down his team available on CCS, as is Renee's catching up with Stewart along with his left tackle, Brett Bordelon. Really talented young man, a legacy player as a commitment to LSU, whose father started 
at LSU, and Bordelon could be next up by the time he gets to Baton Rouge with Will Campbell manning the left tackle spot and destined for the NFL right now. Good feature. Check it out on CrescentCitySports.com. And also a reminder that a UNO show, a UNO-themed athletic show starting next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. It'll be every Tuesday at 2 with Tim Duncan and special guests. This week for the opener, it will be Jeff Duncan joining the athletic director at the University of New Orleans to talk about the state of UNO Athletics. Thanks to Rudy Dixon on the board. Jude Young for now saying see y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon 